it's another week of the Fiber Coven podcast. We're so excited to be here with each other, here with you, and we're going to talk about some yardy stuff and some witchy stuff. We don't have any news this week, do you? Uh, Vlogmas. It's still happening. It continues. Uh, Lauren is back in her respective state now, but she'll make an appearance in today's because I'll put this little bit in there. Hello, Vlogmas. Uh, Hi, Vlogmas. This is what our Patreon video versions of the podcast look like. Um, Yeah, but just doing stuff every day. Uh, if if you want to see what happens in my life, uh, exciting things in the past couple of days, there was a possum in my Vlogmas videos because there was a possum in my backyard that I had to save from Buttercup. And uh, she was very good. And uh, my ceiling fell down on me while we were sleeping uh, two nights ago. So I, I recorded the, the dance. I didn't take a picture of like, the shrapnel on the ground and the piles of dust, but I did take a video for Vlogmas. So if you want to see how filthy my room was after my ceiling <laughs> fell on us, that's in the Vlogmas. Such exciting content. <laughs> some of it maybe even be yarn related. Yeah, yeah. There's there's some yarn too. And uh, I have many advent calendars this year. So uh, you Who's can also- eating all your chocolate now that I'm gone? Chad. <laughs> <laughs> I ate today. I ate, well, I opened yesterday's today because yesterday was after waking up at 5 a.m. and then cleaning for many hours because of the ceiling falling day. So t- this morning I did yesterday's chocolate and I just I just ate it myself. I was like, I'm just going to eat this. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Chad's been a very good chocolate eating helper. Good. Good. Yarn stuff? Yeah. I finished three things. Three? Three. Because I had the last 24 hours with nothing to do but knit. Mm -hmm. My power was out. We had a snowstorm all as well. We heat with wood and have a gas stove. So I was really just without lights and Wi-Fi. It was uh, lovely. So I finished. Oh, where are they? Where'd they go? Oh no, just a second of a mistake. Dropping stuff. I finished two moon pouches. Yay. So I did Harvest Moon, which is really precious. It's a really precious little um, flat bottomed baggie. I thought it looked like a little cat beret and I tried it to does. put it on my, <laughs> on my cat's head uh, and he hated it. I, it for like two seconds. I didn't actually try and make him wear a tiny beret. But uh, it's really, it's a really nice shape. You could put little, little bitty treasures in there. Oh, it's so cute. So I did that one. And this probably won't surprise you next. I did my little uh, Hunter Moon bag. That These one? in the Moon Club colorways. My most uh-huh. popular Instagram post of the year by far is that bag. I have no answer for why. It's just a picture of that bag. But man, the, it, the Instagram loves that bag, apparently. Wow. That's really... Isn't that strange? I thought it was strange. <laughs> I mean, this is really cool, but like, this is not my favorite pattern you've designed this year. Me either. Mine's probably Waxing Mood. Those are both way cooler than this, but that's okay. <laughs> I guess it's very accessible. It's really a cool. I mean, it's it probably definitely- has like less to compete with on hashtags too. Like, mm. like both of the shawls are competing with other popular shawls, but like not that many people are making bags, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a really, this one's really cool because you start with a little square. You just grow a little square from the center like you do 
and then you knit little flappy flaps. I don't, I'm not giving away the secret sauce, but it makes a little, a little mat bag. I haven't put anything in here yet. And I'm just really like tickled at having all the moon club baggies in the moon club colors. And I only have two baggies left to do. I know uh, that one's also cool. Cause you can make that one like any size really. Like uh, you can, mm-hmm. if you s- make your square at the bottom so that it is 50% of your yarn, uh, you can maximize your yarn usage and make a bag that is much bigger than that one. So that's neat. I like the way this colorway turned out too, but don't, uh, that one might be my to, fave. Not to toot my horn too much, but speaking of moon club colorways, I did finish another thing and that was my faded hat. Oh, wow. Yeah. I think it turned out pretty that's good. That's the side I've seen. Show me the other side. Yeah. Ooh, isn't it a nice ooh, fade it is such a nice fade but i'm really thinking you talked me out of this i should have done the ribbing in the middle i want to try sorry <laughs> it's a little floppy but like this can go over my head wearing headphones oh my god it's <laughs> it, massive it's huge i need to find someone with a really and i mean it fits me nice it stays on and you find you, someone you with also, like braids or dreads yeah, find someone with either a really big head or a lot of hair to give it to. Do you know anybody like that who might want a hat? You could also roll it up and it would be mm-hmm. it would be like more normal. I'm going to try this again because uh, I'm not ripping it out. I don't care. I will find someone with a big head or lots of hair or both. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll see if anybody in the coven wants it because mm-hmm. I have too many hats. <laughs> Did you finish anything this week? No. Well, what you've been working on then? I have worked on the thing that I can't talk about or show a lot. Um, so the worst did wait that thing. Yeah, you know what it is. You were here. I know what it is. Uh, and is it looking good though? It does look good. I need to work on it more because I just like don't know when right. I'm gonna get it done. <laughs> don't you have to get it done by the end of the year? Yes, and it's yeah. worsted wait though. Yeah, yeah. And it's, I don't know if I'm telling too many things. You can bleep me out later, but it's less gains than you can count on one hand of worsted weight. Yes. So it's not an intense amount of yardage. It's no waxing moon or. No, 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 no. I just need to actually do it. Like I didn't work on it yesterday because I was so tired. It was like, Mm -hmm. it would have been like knitting drunk and I would have messed it up because it has patterning. Uh, Yeah. And the night before I didn't work on it because we were shipping. So, but we're Mm -hmm. almost done with shipping. And when that's done, I will be able to like just work on that. Anyway, I can't talk Mm -hmm. about that. So let's stop talking about it. Uh, (laughs) This is my other project, which is the sock socks. Oh, look at that. Um, So this is just our Regia Um, Mm self-patterning. It's the festival color. Oh, nice. Like festival of lights um maybe i have a holiday one one? i'm not totally certain if it's a holiday one or not or if it's just Mm -hmm. like the name of this um because i have Mm -hmm. another one from this line that's like called tomorrowland and yeah i don't know hi (laughs) binks binks is sitting so cute his little paws are over lauren's hand (laughs) just thought the internet Um, needed to see that but yeah, this is just a vanilla sock. Uh, it's for my uncle. So I'm doing 72 stitches, mm-hmm. just plain vanilla and past the heel and past the gusset now. Um, so I think that this will get done in time for Christmas. This is the first sock, but mm-hmm. we have to drive up to the Chicago suburbs, which I can finish a solid 25% of a pair of socks. Yeah. So like 50% of a sock in that time. Mm-hmm. So that is this. 
Um, and I've been working on this in like work meetings and stuff. I have my little, my own charm on it. Yay, they're really cute. Pensacle charm. Mm-hmm. And that's all I've been working on that I can show and talk about. I do mm-hmm. need to knit the cold moon pattern like today. Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. and that's the last one. And I'll be done with that. And I'm never doing another monthly pattern cub ever again. Uh- <laughs> we tried this thing. It turned out lovely. Never again. I, I at least need a year break, but I, I doubt I will ever do a pattern that really, I, I'll never do a monthly small pattern release again it's a lot of work (laughs) um Mm -hmm. but i've done them all on time so far so i'm going to do this last one on time i just need to knit it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i too have only made progress on my travel project is i i worked on my sock oh it's nice so we're working on the second sock of my forest fruit ones i did this on the plane home um Yes, this is an emergency uh, color change toe. I'm hoping that this took enough like off the yardage that I used up that I maybe can finish this one. And these are going to go to a knitter so they will understand the emergency toe. Um, never see not, the toe anyway. Like You never see the toe anyway. In worst case scenario, I do sock surgery and take the toe out of this. I'm not worried about it. But mm-hmm. I have most of the foot and I'm doing a flegal heel. So I'm ready to start increasing for the heel. It is my new go-to heel for non-self-striping toe-up patterns. Well, not patterns, socks. I'm using one of your charms too. Oh, you have the air charm. I have happy the little air cloud. One. I think that was uh, your, the happy little cloud was Christian's favorite. I showed him all the things you made and he, he liked your air design. Nice. But he was very impressed. Yeah. So yeah, I'm working on these. Um, this is probably, this is really the only thing I've got on the needles right now, although I'm going to probably cast on another uh, hat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I started getting my bullet journal for 2022 together and I, I might try and cold sheep in 2022. And I have this like huge list of things I want to knit that I already have yarn for. So I think it's very doable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I just said that. I don't know. I like it's it. Related. It's like project planning. Yeah. Project planning. But yeah, the second dock's going to look like this first one. I think this is a really swell pattern. Yeah. Yeah. Woo. Is that all our yarny content? I think so. Well, did you acquire anything, Yarny? I acquired witchy things. <gasps> show, show. I didn't acquire anything. House Witch released a new secret spell candle, um, mm-hmm. which are these exclusive scents that they do. And they're for various like spell stuff. This is like an abundance one. Uh, and it's called Feast. And mm-hmm. it's in this nice little jar and it has a cute little cork. They also have like altar candle sized ones. Uh, mm-hmm. But I got the little one. And it's notes of apple, bourbon, rosemary, and sage. Oh, that sounds really good. It smells really good. It smells like like Yule, but it's not like overly like Christmas candle, like, you know. Yeah, it smells really good. I think because I visited you, I have zero desire to decorate for solstice and Yule stuff. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be a struggle to just like, show up with cookies at family gatherings <laughs> yeah and then i also got a rock from house switch <gasps> and i bought I this rocks. and i it was listed as a palm stone but mm-hmm. 
I don't know. I've based off the price, I assumed that it was going to be small and it would be a pocket rock, and it's not small. <laughs> you could bludgeon someone to death with that. It's like the size of a tennis ball. Yeah, oh, it's it, flat. It's flat. But like, yeah. Wow. But yeah, it's you, very large and heavy. So it will not so be a palm pocket means rock. like the size of your palm, not play with it in your palm. But I've gotten palm stones that were like this big that were listed mm, as palm stones. So mm-hmm. it's subjective. But I just I thought based off the price of it and how much their crystals usually are that it was going to be like pretty small. But mm-hmm. I was wrong. <laughs> it's big. What uh, kind of rock is it? It's an ocean agate. Uh, mm-hmm. and they can look like really, really different. Uh, they mm-hmm. come in a bunch of different colors. I like that it has this little hole in it. Oh, all the way through all the way. Th- well, it, yeah, all the way through. There's like a tiny little hole in the back. Um, mm-hmm. and it's got like some sparkle geode stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. so that's neat and you can't really see it in the video, but it, the whole thing has like what looks like gold glitter in it because there is mm. some like little gold fleckles. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. So yeah, it's for like calm and like happy. It's supposed to like be calming and make you happy and peaceful. But I didn't have an ocean agate, so I picked it up and uh it it will like do like ritual baths with me. It might live on my desk. Um it is fun mm-hmm. to hold. It's a nice size to play with on your desk mm-hmm. but it will not be a pocket rock oh, it's a little big for a pocket rock looks mm-hmm. heavy it is heavy i've been doing pocket rocks since i've been home it's good nice i'm glad you like pocket rocks <laughs> this, this is like witchy stuff this will be fun so i picked a green pocket rock for today because i was like oh i am sore i want my body to feel better like green green is earth element and physical health because the power was out and I couldn't run on the treadmill I'm like oh I'll just do like a workout from like you know like a cardio workout in my living room just calisthenics which I haven't done in a long time and it was like oh my gosh my I don't know what the human muscles are but my tenderloins hurt (laughs) I'm sorry only no muscles in a butchering context I don't know where tenderloins are so it's in your back yeah, my my sweetie, he was an exercise biology major and like was originally intending to do physical therapy stuff. Uh, so he knows all the he's good at anatomy. So he says he knows all the anatomy ones. And I'm like, my, my tenderloin hurts. <laughs> my hams hurt. <laughs> my shanks. Oh, anyway, nice. You know what? I was wondering, I was meaning to ask you, this is great podcast content. Do you know what kind of rock is green with little goldy flecks in it? The goldy flecks in your palm rock made me think of it. Hmm. I could ask a Google, but I didn't. I don't really I know. No I know that bloodstone is a similar color to green as what, as what that is coming up, but that has like red flecks in it. I don't know mm-hmm. if it can have gold flecks in it. I'll ask the Google. Yeah, ask the Google. I'm not totally sure. Anyway, those are some cool acquisitions. You ready to talk about a cult corner? Yeah. Yeah. So we're continuing talking about the court cards archetypes, and we finally made it all the way to the kings. Yeah. Rounding out our little court cards business here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the kings are the completion of the court card cycle. Some people will say that they are like, further along like they're the completion of the journey and the queen is like 
before that. But I like to think of it like they're both masters of their element and just like Mm -hmm. kind of have preferences for different aspects of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I mean, court cards can represent people and a lot of people do gender them, but I just, I don't think it's necessarily, I mean, you and I both agree that we don't think that they're like structured into gender roles. Like I too like to think of the Kings and Queens being equal masters of their elements, but like one tends to be a more feminine versus masculine energy. And that does not have to correspond to the gender of the person that the card may be about. Yes, I agree. Um, so they're they're all rulers and they're leaders and they're authoritative. Um, mm-hmm. That's a big part of all the kings. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was what I had on general kings. Did you have other stuff on general kings? Um, no, no, just like the masters of their craft, like an experienced person, like a full mm-hmm. adult. Yeah, full adult for sure. If we're talking like age, like someone who has their biz together um Mm -hmm. knows what's going on i think this we talked about this with queens but i think it's also true of kings like they are so put together that they are actively helping others yeah kind of mentors yeah yeah and um just you know googling what other people thought about the court cards and kings in general and some people tend to have like kind of negative views about them mainly because i think a lot of people who do alternative spiritualities might have like bad feelings against the patriarchy, which is totally reasonable. But I think, I don't think that has to necessarily transfer over to having negative feelings about the Kings because Mm -hmm. like, I think it depends on the question you're asking. If you're asking like, how can I, like, how can uh, a person or a situation improve and a King comes up, it might be uh, worthwhile to look at the negative aspects that might be involved, but unless you're asking a question like that, they don't necessarily have to imply negativity. Um, I like to think of things positively. Like yeah, they, could, I, they, they could all in their own way be like Kings like Aragorn. Mm-hmm. Like that's the sort, that's the sort of King we're looking for. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Trying uh, to think of like good King characters who are, have very like have fewer flaws than most. And that was the first one that popped into my mind. Solid solid mm-hmm. so i have cups up first we're mm-hmm. going specifically through cups cups we have shown our tarot cards to the internet mm-hmm. so you're probably getting this impression since we've been doing this for all of the court cards so far but cups are all about feelings and emotions so fifi is so the king of cups is a master of his own feelings and in control of his emotions and in control of his emotions doesn't mean he is repressing his emotions. Like mm-hmm. he is one with his emotions. He's balancing them. He's feeling his emotions, but he is not like lashing out at others because of them. He's mm-hmm. just like, he, he knows who he is and he knows how to deal with his emotions. Uh, I thought maybe someone who has done a lot of therapy and self-reflection and like has worked out wouldn't, some problems. Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> <laughs> uh and stability and calm and mm-hmm. someone who's also sensitive to the needs of others and like a highly emotionally in tune person who can like tell when someone else is struggling and can maybe help them mm-hmm. yeah that is an aspect more suited to the kings is like a co-region is that they're a little more outward facing and problem solving yeah yeah i think they the queens kind of take a more personal role 
Uh, mm-hmm. And the kings are taking a more external role with some of these mm-hmm. things. I have King of Pentacles next, if you're good with King of mm-hmm. Cups. Yeah. King of Pentacles, abundance, security, mm-hmm. stability, maybe a fatherly figure. Um, mm-hmm. Because like we talked about, Pentacles is kind of like the domestic um, suit provider. Yeah. Someone who enjoys helping others financially or like with business. Or maybe even just someone who makes good decisions about finances and is willing to share that wisdom. Yeah. Yeah. And we don't all have to be rich. Yeah. And in the Smith way, he like has a bunch of like grapevines and like mm-hmm. tomato vines and crops around him, like showing mm-hmm. his mm-hmm. abundance. Um, and he's got some like bull's heads on his throne because earth. Very pastoral. Yeah. Yeah. And he has a nice big castle in the background mm-hmm. for stability. So if it's it, it could be like about like the final fulfillment of like a business venture or a creative task. Like maybe you've been working on something really hard and you finally like finished a big project or something you've been working on. It, the King of Pentacles also invites you to enjoy what you have accomplished and not just like keep working and working and working and striving for success, but take a second to be like, oh, like I've done all of this and that's great. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. Sweet. Have swords next. Everybody gets like nervous about the swords, but I think they're cool. Mm -hmm. So, King of Swords. uh, So, as we talked about earlier, swords is like the overall suit that I associate with kings, uh, the Mm -hmm. air element. uh, We said before in the series that some people do fire for kings and swords for knights, but I like swords for kings. and so the king of swords is like sword swords, if you think about it that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he is intellectual power and authority. Mm-hmm. He has a strong okay. sense of right and wrong. Good at communicating. Yes, yes. And remaining detached and objective and using your intellect over other like mm-hmm. emotional things uh, and solving problems dip- diplomatically. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. So this person's a really strong leader who's going to like take everyone's needs and situation into consideration when they're problem solving. So all I've been doing for the last two days is listening to audiobooks and I just almost went, Thrawn, he's a really good boss. He's a bad (laughs) guy, but he's a really good boss. Nice. And logic is the only emotion that character has. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm. But, oh, there we go. King of Wands is next. The King of Wands is all about ideas, um, mm-hmm. like the suit of wands. But he's more about doing like the leadership role rather than doing like the hands-on work for an idea. He's like, mm-hmm. he's the, the big picture visionary kind of guy. And he's very charismatic uh, and good at motivating others through self-confidence. I was just thinking about like, this one popped into my head. I was thinking about the Kings as a leader, uh, wands being fire. Like he's a firebender. Like he knows how to control the, and manage the fire. Yeah. yeah. Cult, cult leaders might be Kings of wands. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, really good at getting people to do what they want to be done. <laughs> 
Nice. Interesting. I'm not saying all like the King of Wands is not specifically a cult leader, but you know, that like overly charismatic, like, or like Mm -hmm. a CEO that like is, you know, getting famous and being overly charismatic to Mm -hmm. get a bunch of people to do what they want. Yeah. And you can manage like the fire of creative people that might be under you in some way, uh, Mm -hmm. well or poorly, Mm -hmm. for sure. That's what I had on interesting. Mm -hmm. I love talking about tarot cards. I know that's the aspect of like witchcraft that I I tend to do the most, but Mm -hmm. I just love it. (laughs) It's great. Yeah. Sweet. I think that's, that's it from us. Unless we have any, do we have any shameless self-promotion this week? I don't. My shop is still closed for the moment. And I think it might stay that way for a hot second. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I guess that's it for us. Well, this was a super fun discussion. Uh, Thank you so much for hanging out with us. We were thrilled to have you. And if you're looking for us anywhere around the internet, you can go to fibercoven.com, find links to my yarn, Emily's patterns, our Patreon, all that good stuff. And and soon there will be places for you to uh, buy Emily's... um, Emily's physical items that she now has. Yeah, soon. (laughs) Soon, soon. Very exciting. Well, thanks for hanging out with us, like I already said. And until next week, Kevin, keep making yarn magic. Bye. Bye.